Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Okay. Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Jimmy. Morning. No Grant again. No. Death in the family. Funeral in Saskatchewan, so we won't have him around this week. Got a tune for him, actually. We're going to kick the show off with a with a song. But before we get to that, a couple of things. One, yesterday we got into it over these crafts that uh, have been shot down around Canada with the help of the U.S. And you had a very strong opinion. I, of course, have an opposing opinion to that. Somebody reached out to me about a suggestion as to why you might be struggling with this. Okay. So we're going to get into that right out of the gates, actually. Like right after 6 o'clock this morning. Um, we got bag milk every Wednesday. We'll chat Oilers. They're back in action tonight. So that's just before 9. And we're going to introduce you to a woman by the name of Kareem Sad. Kareem Sad. She's a lawyer out of Ontario. If you follow me on that podcast in the afternoons, you probably have a better idea who she is. She's going to be a part of the Pink Shirt Day discussion, so we'll have a conversation with her this morning about that. That's happening in a week. You can sign up by sending Jimmy a note, okay? Get your classroom involved. Get your organization. Get your your co Or go to 95.7 Cruise FM and you can sign up there. Yes. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Last night, my wife and I are making dinner, and we have the news on. And uh, I'm I'm sort of flipping around from channel to channel, and yeah. uh, they're all talking about these crafts that have been shot down in the airspace above Canada, the Yukon, by the U.S. and Canada, and everyone is dancing around the possibility that it might be unexplained, that it might be alien. Which is fine. I, I, I understand that. They're sort of alluding to it. But the thing that is shocking to me is that we're even having this conversation. Okay. Now, you've already decided what it is. Are you not surprised? Like, are you not shocked that this is, this is happening? Like, this is crazy. The thing is, is everybody's trying, like... No, 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 no. Okay. It's not about who thinks what. No. I'm asking you about the conversation, Jimmy. The conversation. Okay. There is, regardless of what you believe, regardless of what I believe, there are unexplained aerial craft being shot down in our airspace. That they can't find, that they don't know what it what it is, that no one's taken credit for. All right, is that not shocking? And it's on every news. I know you don't watch the news. Every news channel, every whether it's political, it doesn't matter. Everyone's talking about it. Go to any news source. 
Yeah. It's I've in seen it. Every news source. Everyone's talking. Regardless if it's an alien. Maybe okay. it is no, I've Chinese. Seen it. Regardless of what it is, it doesn't matter what, what we believe. Doesn't matter what I believe, doesn't matter what we're having this conversation. And there is there is a there's a conversation that we're shooting down alien crafts. Okay. Does that does this not surprise you? Yes and no, but I'm not going to get into the. Yeah, it, it is surprising. So this is just normal. This no, is every no, the day. Thing is, the oh, thing is, though. Let's just go on about our. Okay, but if you're looking at it the same way, before World War II started, the Germans were doing all kinds of crazy things. So this things is just with, fine. With it. So we shouldn't be worried. No, so it, there's, this not, is just no, I'm normal. Not, I'm not saying, I'm not says saying we shouldn't be worried, but it, it's crazy. It, it's, just say it, it out loud. It could it's crazy. be a sign of something different other than. Jimmy, like, it doesn't. I, I said to you, take a step outside of what you believe. It is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Just say it. Just, just, just admit it. It's crazy. Yes. There is a large portion of the population that doesn't believe in God, like you do, that thinks that this is alien. Yeah. Okay. Now, I knew it would take me some work to get you there. Burley Chef, who listens to our show on a daily basis, sent yep. me a tweet yesterday. Okay. Burley's Chef has done a little bit of research on UFOs, unexplained phenomena, and particularly in Canada. And him and I had, like, quite a, like a, a well, like, a drawn-out conversation yesterday. We went back and forth a number of times on yep. Twitter, on DM. He has a theory that maybe you're suppressing, and this is why you're so adamantly against this. You're I suppressing love, I love a memory. Being psychologically oh. analyzed by listeners and Lachlan Cross. This is not. This is Burley Chef, and and this is just something to think about. Okay, right? Something to have some me time with. He thinks that maybe. You were abducted by aliens because Tabor is a hotbed for alien activity. And there's reports, multiple reports of alien sightings every year in Tabor. And no, has been isn't. going on for years. Yes, there is. Okay. This is, a, th this, it's documented. He sent me proof of it. Were you abducted by an alien as a child? And this is why you're suppressing memories, and this is why you're so adamant that this, what's happening right now, is not an alien. If I was abducted by aliens, I hope this is an alien experience right now, because this is this is a little bit nuts. It's worth talking about. We could maybe get you in front of a yeah. psychiatrist. Yeah. Somebody being, to put you under a trance. psychoanalyzed by a guy by the name of Burley Chef. Okay. That's just his name on Twitter. It's worth, uh, listen, it might explain why you're having such a hard time wrapping your head around the fact that this is aliens. They're shooting down aliens. Okay. All right. I think we should get you to see somebody. Bring those memories out. Can I go home? 
happen. You're in the locker room on Nutty 57 oh, Cruise I was supposed FM. to do weather there. Yeah. Oh, weather. sorry. Uh, minus 10, bit of a wind chill, minus 6 the high today. Flurries a possibility. Didn't happen yesterday from in my area anyway, uh, but it was part of the forecast. It'll be above zero again tomorrow and through the weekend. Jimmy, do you need a bed for this? Do you want the alien bed again? He wants to weigh in on, um, like, he, we were psychoanalyzing him. He now wants to turn the tables here's, on me. Here's my, here's my thing with this is everybody, and I think whoever's doing this, uh, like, Do you want a bed? have it be, sure, you'll throw the alien bed back on because uh, okay. you guys are delusional by it. Um, so what it is is, see, so whoever these craft are coming from, the Russians, Chinese, any of those, they're actually preying upon uh, uh, people like you believing in aliens rather than an actual hostile country invading our space doing spying on us. So they're actually working. You guys are falling into the trap of it's easier for you to believe that aliens are coming to this to check out northern Canada for some stupid reason rather than the Chinese or the Russians. So it's why is it easier for you to believe in aliens than a hostile country? That's the analyst right there. Is how is it easier to believe in aliens rather than we've had countries that show that they have been hostile in the past? You'd rather believe in aliens than that. Then why, that did, why didn't they attack back? Because they're testing us. They're giving. They're why? giving. What's What's the point of uh, having us believe in aliens? Because then you're looking up there, then over there. Because now everybody's looking up at the sky at all these aliens coming down to get us, rather than looking at the at the uh, true uh, aggressor. It's a it's a diversion. So Just is saying. it is it harder to believe in aliens than it is in a hostile? So is it is it harder to believe in aliens than it is to believe in uh, Sky Daddy? Uh, what? What? You know what I'm talking about? But what does that have to do with with hostile intentions towards our country right now? Because either way, someone is in. You're the one down. making the connection between another another country and you're making it with another planet because it's more likely to be someone from another country than it is to be another planet why why because they're here and they have been proven to exist all right Or you could believe I was abducted by aliens. Whichever you would prefer. Well, and I think you were anally probed as well. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Who are we calling again? Dave. Dave, okay. And he's siding with you on this yep. whole thing? Hello. Hey, Dave. <clears throat> hey. So you're kind of siding with Jimmy on this? <laughs> I'm just seeing a whole bunch of stuff on the interweb there where... They're saying the UFOs are a distraction for the list of Epstein that's coming out. The actual people that went to the island did nasty things. So it's just a distraction. Oh, uh, okay. So from uh, another planet, they can shoot us down. 
<laughs> you know what? That's the one thing that I have I have an issue with, right? Is that it seemed a little maybe too easy that that they were able to take these things out. If they're oh, yeah. alien and they flew here from another planet, why are they so why one missile takes them out? By the way, yeah, um one of the one of the crafts that they shot down, they weren't successful the first pass through to shoot it down. They missed for whatever Still, reason. They flew, if they flew from another planet. Hear me out. What if we're being tested to see how we would react to an encounter? Oh, definite possibility. What if there's nobody in it that it's an unmanned craft from another planet and they just want to see where we're at? Right, and clearly yeah. we're we're a culture and we're a society that is suspicious of anything flying around, and rather than try to approach it from the perspective of is this another being from another planet and are they friendly? No, we just fly up there and shoot it down. So maybe shoot first ask questions later. Yeah, and maybe <laughs> we need more time. Maybe we need another hundred years before. Um, that country reaches out to, or that world reaches out to us. That's sort of my thought process on this. Yeah. Dave, you really yeah. didn't couldn't help me with couldn't, this. Couldn't disagree with that. But, but the thing is, Dave added another wrinkle into this. Okay? If this is another government, like another government distraction, look over here. Um, we don't want you paying attention to stuff that we're trying to hide. That's also another sort of, that's another leap. It's, oh, for sure. It's definitely a leap to believe that this is an alien. If the government's telling me it's aliens, it's probably not. You know what? That's the sad it's thing. A three card, three card Monty. Looks the other way. <laughs> That's the sad thing. Is none of us believe the government anymore. I appreciate your contribution, Dave. Take care, brother. Hey, cheers, man. Another moment with Doctor Locke. Went for my annual checkup yesterday. I would highly recommend that um, you start doing that, even if you're not positive, even if you don't feel like you need to see the doctor. At a certain point, I think you have to you have to start visiting a doctor. When's the last time you've seen your doctor? Two years ago. Are you I, honestly? Is it two or three? It's are, three. Are you planning on? on dealing with any of that kind of stuff this year? Like your like dentist, doctor? Maybe. Working on it. What does that mean, though? What is that? I'm doing it on Jimmy time. Okay. It'll happen when it happens. Because there was a story that both Grant and I are somewhat concerned about when we saw it. First off... Uh, both Grant and I thought all little people had shunts and you've informed us that they don't and then one of the uh, little people from Little People Big World or whatever it's called the TV show yeah what's his name Uh, I can't remember his first name but the last name's Roloff Roloff one of the little people had to go in for emergency shunt replacement surgery because had a shunt and then had to go into and then Grant said what what I was thinking when he sent this story to us on the weekend, he was like, I thought you told us not all little people have shunts. Now we got a not, story about a little guy. Not all with a little shunt. people do. Okay, all right. 
there are a number of average people that do actually a friend of my mom's or somebody my mom's know had and they're not a little person and they had and they had a shunt from the time that they were little like it's not just a little person thing and not all little people do prime example when I worked on the basketball team I worked with 20 something little people I was the only one that had a shunt okay all right we can move on from that I think you need to go get it checked out again and I think you need to make sure you say to your doctor listen should this be replaced because it got put in in the 80s late 80s yeah uh, mid and what we read was that this thing should be replaced every 10 years when we when we phoned that lady from the hydrocephalus society which is the reason why you have it because you have swelling of the brain she just, was shocked she's like that you had had it in there for 30 plus years with no issues. Yeah, it'll be almost 37. What? If I would have had it put in, if I had it put in when I was around 10 or 11. And they're supposed to be replaced every 10 years. So none of this bothers you. It's like you're just. Uh, hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, we I could probably cite a couple of examples where things might be broken. Just like observations of you over you knowing you for the last 10 years. Anyway, <laughs> I think people need to go see their doctor on a regular basis. The reason why I wanted to bring this Dr. Locke segment up was because I think guys do avoid, and I know you do this, I think men avoid doctors because they don't want to have the, the fingers up the bum, right? By the way, that my doctor doesn't do that anymore. It's all blood tests. I still have to. I, I have you, to take have a to dump on. You a, have to. You have to beg for him to do. It. No. Can you please still do it that way? No. I, okay. Anyway, I think that needs to be said out loud. If you're not going because you're against that or you have a problem with that, that is understandable. I get that, but it doesn't happen anymore. He even said that. I think at a certain point, if I hit like 55, 60 or something like that, maybe I have to have one, but it's not like a part, like an annual ritual that has to happen once you hit 45 or 40 or whatever, right? The blood test takes care of it. I still have to do the fit test. Do you know what the fit test is? No. Whether See, or not you, you really can fit need your to pants. go, you really need to go to the doctor. Um, the fit test is you shit on a plate and then you put it in a, in a safe way. Like bag, and you take it down to the thing, and they they evaluate it. When you phoned your doctor, they said you don't shit on a plate. <laughs> That's a paper what... plate. <laughs> and then you fold it up, and you put it in a plastic bag, and you take it to some lab, and they test it. They don't need that much, but you I just, just want to be sure. <laughs> anyway, go see your doctor. Everybody, you included, Jimmy. Yeah, I've... I'll set an appointment right now. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We are calling Karima Sad. She is a lawyer out of Toronto, and she is oh. going to be on the Pink Shirt Day discussion panel. Good morning, Karima. Hi, good morning. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. 
Now, the interesting thing about your story and your contribution to the Pink Shirt Day discussion, which hasn't happened yet, it's next Wednesday, I think is going to be quite eye-opening from the perspective of you get attacked online from both sides of the political spectrum. Yes, yes, I do. Uh, it is a distinction that, uh, you know, I'd rather not have, but here we are. Uh, and, you know, it, it's something that kind of surprised me as it started to happen, um, realizing that maybe some of the preconceptions I had going in about who does online bullying, who, you know, is, is responsible for that. Uh, in fact, it's a, an almost universal trait and it has more to do with personalities than ideology yeah that's a great way of looking at it because that's something that i've noticed over the last couple of years because i get attacked online and well at work too for my views from both sides as well there's not Mm -hmm. a week that goes by that i don't get told to to shut up from the left and from the right, all based on the fact that I just maybe have an opinion that doesn't line up with their values. And isn't it funny because really in in what world does it make sense for everyone to have all the same opinions on everything? I think that that's an impossible proposition. I think that it would make for boring times, actually. Um, and it's quite authoritarian. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's not to say that all opinions are equally valid or well-founded or ought to be respected. I think it's fine to challenge ideas. But yeah. the, the notion that someone should be excluded from discourse because they hold opinion X, well, you know, from, from my vantage point, just watching people interact online Everyone is a patchwork of opinions, some good, some not so good from my perspective. And, and you know, talking it out is foundational to, to living in a democracy. So, I, I mean, it, it's disturbing, I think. It's a disturbing trend. It, it is, and it's getting worse. And the thing that I think makes it egregious and wildly concerning is that There seems to be this pattern um, from an anonymous sort of perspective as well, where if you don't line up with my morals, I'm going to find a way to quiet you. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to find a way to shut down your access to communicate the views that I don't agree with, which is wildly concerning to me in that... Just because you and I don't see eye to eye, does that mean I shouldn't have a radio show? It, it, it yeah, it crosses over from online to the real world. Yeah. Like in my in my in my experience, I've had law society complaints about comics that I've published that people don't like about things I've said on podcasts or shows that that they disagree with, and so that's a direct attack on my livelihood and especially where it comes from an anonymous source, that's not an even playing field. And, 
you know, social media, the way that it's evolved, we don't actually have the ability to regulate it. Um, and, and I don't even know what that regulation would or should look like. But it, it, the silencing, I, I think, is, you know, that, that's counterproductive. I, I, I'm, I'm of the opinion that bad ideas should be met with better ideas, not suppression. It'll be an interesting conversation next week because I, I think what you've gone through and, and how you've learned to sort of cope with it will be valuable information um, for for people that are dealing with bullying from all age groups, to, from kids dealing with it to adults dealing with it online, um, and, and that's sort of the the impetus of of this Pink Shirt Day discussion that James P. White um, has been involved with it for the last I don't know, well, quite a, a lot few of years. years. Yeah, a lot of years. But the online thing, Karima, has been something that that we've had to introduce into this discussion more and more and take more seriously and this year it's it's going to be a big part of of um of what you guys deal with next wednesday i'm so looking forward to it karima thank you for your time this morning i didn't didn't mean to get so deep right out of the gates but (laughs) (laughs) wake up everybody All right, um, listen to a couple of things about um, our Pink Shirt Day discussion. There's uh, Kids Help Phone on board. They are a sponsor. You can donate and help them out with their cause. They help kids right across the country. Um, you can buy a pink shirt, which goes to the cause as well. And you can sign up if you're interested in more of this type of discussion next Wednesday, February 22nd at 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On the panel, Kareem Saad. And thank you for your time this morning. Thanks for having me. Have a good rest of the day. Take care, my friend. She's got a very, very interesting story. And she'll get me into more specifics uh, next week on the panel with Jimmy. Um, and if you want any information, you can go to 957cruisefm.ca or you can just send Jimmy a quick note here on text and he'll fire you the link. Exactly, yeah. Time now for another ball from Jimmy Sheetsabell on the locker room. Single for Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is a day to show your love that you care, even if your love wears a glove. When, when you are a single person, there is no Valentine's for a sing, single version. If you are alone, there are some good things. A single person can live like king. You can get drunk on Valentine's Day and not be judged. Your choices don't have to budge. I like being a single man. On Valentine's Day, I don't make a plan. I am going to be alone forever. A heart-shaped pizza I can devour. A Star Wars marathon is in my future. My apartment sometimes resembles a sewer. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. You know, it was yesterday. I know. It's just I kind of wrote it last night while I was sitting alone in my apartment. Who's the... With a glove? I I didn't get that part. 
I'll talk to you off air. We might get in trouble for saying it. Oh, good Lord. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. We don't need to get into the details of Rust, right? The Alec Baldwin film. It's a Western. Yeah, somebody I think got, most people should know what it is. We've been yeah. talking about it for quite some time. Unfortunately, somebody on set passed away. It was huge it was, news. It was back in October. Alec Baldwin is, um, actually, he's going to be going to court over it. He's being charged. And they're resuming filming. And when I saw that, and he's still involved, too. Yeah, he's still a producer, and he's still one of the actors in it. Yeah. There's a criminal trial. And I was like, ah, uh, it's a good idea the, to do the film. Like, shouldn't the reason the reason they're doing it, or at least uh, so I think, because her widow, her widow, uh, uh, Matthew Hutchinson, so her husband, is going to be an executive producer of the movie. So okay. then, it, so then he, her estate makes money and it helps take care of the kids. And they're uh, also okay. And they're she had also young kids. Yes. And they're also doing a documentary on the film itself, on the making of it, as well as uh, like about her life and how she she did it. So both films are projects that the husband's involved in. Okay. So it's helps support that makes the more family. sense. Yeah. Still, it's like you've it, got to go to work with the guy that killed your wife. Ugh. It's, I mean, yeah, I know but, it was an accident, but it's still got to be. But you also got to remember, this film w- was part of her, her legacy, part of who she was. She was, you know, a cinematographer. She did this stuff. And so it's, it yeah, kind of, yeah. it commemorates her life. You know, you know, at the end of the film, they're going to be doing a dedication to her, most ob- obviously, and then with the documentary. So it honors her as much as it does help the family. I, I get that. I just, I'm trying to wrap my head around being able to be in the same room with, I mean, yeah. like there was no malintent on anybody's part with this. It was, it was an accident that there should, like there should have been more safeguards of, but there was no malice <laughs> planned in, in I any. I get that, but it's still. Yeah, she died at the hands of this guy. I don't know. It it's not going to be easy. It's no, going to be tough. It's not going to be easy. But that documentary, I had no idea about the documentary yeah, until you just uh, mentioned it. So the the husband is part of both. The he's going to be the executive producer of. Okay, the it documentary makes it makes act. sense now because when I saw the story, I'm like, what the hell are they doing? Like, why wouldn't they just scrap this whole project? But. I get it now. Karoom with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I want to give a, a friend of mine a plug. We've had him on multiple times on the show over the years. Uh, actually, we'll be taking part in his golf tournament. We'll have details about sign-up and getting involved as far as the sponsor goes. Art and Roof Systems Golf Tournament. I believe oh, yes. it's in July. Stacy. Yes. Is a, is a good guy and has helped me out a couple of times. So we moved from St. Albert into the city, and we've got a, a newer build, like a 2019. We downsized. We were living in a house. The kids are gone. So the wife and I, the priority was to get a little bit closer to work for both of us. So 
we accomplished that. Now, um, one of the things that we've noticed, we've only been there a couple of months, but the the eaves troughs on the building don't drain properly. And I think what we've been dealing with is, are you paying any attention to me at yes, all? Yes, I'm listening to you. No, you're not. You're not listening to me. You're not even looking at me. Okay, so this is important stuff. This is important for people. So we got these eaves troughs, and they're not draining properly. Okay. Okay. So they're, and I think what happened was, I think the house settled, right? Yeah. New builds. We also had to like boost our sidewalk like eight, 10 inches. Like it sunk quite a bit. So I got a problem with all the eaves troughs because it's throwing the pitch off. And I was talking to a friend of mine, Jeff, and he said, well, if you know somebody from a roofing company, get them in. So Stacy's sending a tech down to see if it's a quick fix. The one thing that I've learned in my life, because I'm not a handy guy, is don't try to fix eaves troughs yourself. You're gonna get it's a world of pain. Okay. But anyway. But also the rule of Lachlan, if it's an easy fix, it's not gonna happen no, with you. Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. So I got one of Stacy's techs coming down from Arden Roof Systems to have a look to see what they have to do if they have to put new spouts, strain spouts in, or if they can just repitch it. Just throwing that out there because I think people deal with this. This isn't an uncommon thing to have your eaves troughs not working properly. So, Stacy from Arden Roof Systems, um, give him a quick call. Send there's a web page you can send him a note online as well if you're dealing with something similar to that. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. They do these kind of stats all the time. The average salary in Canada for 2023 has gone up a bit in Alberta. Um, it's actually higher than every other province in Canada. Okay. What is it? So from the age of 15 up, it's currently um, just over $59,000 a year. Yeah, no, not for Jimmy. Well, we need people to bring down the average, right? <laughs> Play about 30000 <laughs> Anyway. Uh, yeah. Whenever we talk about stuff like this, definitely you're, you're part of the conversation, for sure. It is like, huh. I'll tell you what, though. Um, I think we should probably, before we start pushing to get you more money, we should let Grant get back, get settled, and like get a couple of weeks of him reading the news. Like This week would not be a good week. It wouldn't be a good idea to go approach Actually, the this boss. Is a, this is a great idea because I'm able to almost do the news while I'm dealing with the hostility on the other side of the mic. Because I'm under the pressure now. You know, you know, this is like throwing someone in the fire. This is like putting a brand new op uh, you know, behind a remote for you and seeing if they survive a shift. We actually had that conversation this morning when we were driving and I went and picked up Jimmy so we can get him here on time so he can write the news and... And uh, cover for Grant. Grant's in Saskatchewan. He had death in the family, so they got a funeral happening this week. He'll be back next week. And uh, a friend of mine who is familiar with the radio industry found it surprising that I run the board, probably for a couple of reasons. Um, and I was like, no, 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 I couldn't. You clearly don't know me that well because there's... Because I'm not even behind the board. I'm on this end. There's no way I would be able to sit here and watch somebody run this show. I would I would lose my freaking mind. Like I would I'd be I'd No, I'd I'd be like and and this individual said to me, I can't believe you haven't 
talk to your employer about hiring somebody to produce your show. And I'm like, what are you talking about? There was that one day Can you that imagine? you were going to show me how to use the board and just me touching the wrong button, your anxiety went up, and you pushed me off my milk crate. Kate, how many people would it would I go through in a year? So 12 months, let's say I decided that at the beginning of this year, 2023, new lock, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit over there. I'm going to let somebody else run the board. How how long do you think how many somebody people would, would last you go through? in this room? Uh, minimum for a year would be 52 because there's 52 weeks a year. No, no, be honest. I'm not sure people can last more than two weeks with you. With with you, with uh, with your neurosis. Really? And, yeah. Because, I think I could at least. You didn't even handle one break of me being behind the board. <sighs> No, I don't think it's. I think it's closer. I bet yeah. I bet yeah. I'd go through one a month. I'd go through twelve ops. You, you, you have more. <laughs> you have more faith in you than the world does. And now, nerd news with James P. White the first. So the newest Flash trailer came out for the the upcoming movie, which. Uh, has Michael Keaton, Ben Affleck, both as Batman. And they're also showing in this that they're not actually bringing back Superman. Can you explain that? Can you explain how Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton can both play Batman in a movie? Multiple timelines. So they're different realities. So in, in one reality, Michael Keaton's version of how he became Batman, uh took place so and then it's that one and then in the Ben Affleck he became kind of the Batman character with with the with so Zod in the game s- and story of Batman there's two different Batmans yes like if you watch the Batman v Superman uh version of the, which is Ben Affleck he kind no, of became I mean, Batman he in became the universe Batman because it's odd in the universe, there was there was this one Batman once upon a time, and then there was another Batman that took okay, his so place. So, how the multiverse works, Lachlan, is is this? So, did I open up a say, can hy- of worms I didn't want to open let's, up? Let's hypothetically speaking, let's just say I didn't meet you. Okay. Okay. In one universe, I didn't meet you, so I'm still working working at home with my family. But You're in still this universe, but in this universe. I met you, so this the choice I took was to meet you, so this is the version of me now. So you're, so in you're multiverse, saying there's going to be two versions of Jimmy? No, I'm just using Jimmy as an example. Okay, you... So No, we need to so move on. So how Batman became Batman... You're not going to explain this to me, because it's stupid. You can't have two different Batmans, and in in, I don't care. what It just doesn't work. It doesn't work. But I have a, I have a reason why they're doing it. Because you're an idiot. No, no, because Flash is so stupid that they had to do something to make it palatable for an audience. They knew when they started to sit down and make a Flash movie about a guy that runs fast that it wasn't going to work. That no one's going to go to the theaters. It's going to be a complete bomb. So they went, "How can we do this where people might actually be even remotely interested?" Oh, we'll put Batman in it. Am muggles, I wrong? Muggles like you 
are the reason why you think the character of Flash is stupid. But if for no, the, the Flash nerd world, is stupid. No, the nerd world, we uh, we get it. Okay, am I wrong though? I'm partly right. No, the thing is, is because because with the Flash movie, it's it's dealing with is Flash as popular in the nerd world as Batman? No. Okay. Does it make sense to you that it would make it more intriguing for a, a larger audience? But if this we is involving more than just them for the from the Justice League. So Aquaman, a version of him, could show up. Wonder Woman, Supergirl. So it's more than just about Flash. This is how him going back in time, changing one thing in time. Was Flash in the latest Batman movie with Pattinson? No, but that's a different. I rest my case. <laughs> Joined by Bag Milk from Oilers Nation. At the end of the uh, chat, Bag Milk, we have to touch on a an announcement. We're breaking yes. Oilers Nation news. Don't let me forget, okay? Big I'm, news, too. Yeah, this is huge news. I want to start with something that's a little selfish. Sure. Uh, but I, I need to get this out of the way. Do you think that the Edmonton Oilers... Lose to the Habs to drive me personally crazy? Yes. Okay, good. That makes me feel better. Yeah. I was, you know what? They're rolling into town and they're like, a four point weekend would be pretty slick. But here's another angle I would have pitched to you <laughs> Lachlan Cross over at Cruz. We, we need to mess with him. We need to drive him insane so that his yeah, heart he- rate is through the roof for all day Sunday. Yeah. Yep, yep. Habs fans know that you've been chirping, so the Oilers wanted to do them a solid on a uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Oh my! You know what God. that game? To be honest, that game looked like they were already partying for the Super Bowl before the game had even started. You know, they were just yeah. It was one of those days where you can just you flush it and you move on because there was nothing good to take away from that game against Montreal. Well, that's a good way to set up tonight's game. Do you think they come back and and have have the outing that they should have had on 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 Sunday? Yeah, I do. Okay. I do. I think that they, you know, there was a matinee, back-to-back matinees on the weekend. That's a weird situation to begin yeah. with. There was, then they did their Super Bowl thing, a couple days off. So, yes, I do expect them to get right back on the horse today. And the last time they played Detroit a week ago, that got a little spicy. So, mm-hmm. if there's anything that can wake the boys up, then maybe a little anger. Maybe that's what they need today. The schedule's been weird this year, right? It's not just so the order. It's bizarre. Do you think they'll go back to more of a traditional sort of attempt at putting the schedule together with more with more games within the within the divisions next year. I hope so because it's I not working. So. Like this this thing where you play two three times against everybody in the league, like I get it why you want to have certain touch points, yeah. but again, I'm thinking about Calgary. That series is done. It was done before Christmas. We're done against uh Vancouver, I think they're done against. There's just yeah. other teams in the division that they're already wrapped up against, and we're still got plenty of season left. It doesn't make any sense to me. Cut out some of the games against Columbus or whatever. Like nobody cares about those anyway. I want to see more games against Calgary. I've got an interesting question about about Eric Carlson, right? Because this Please. thing this thing's not going away. Now, no. I, I got to be honest. Within the last week. 
a couple of times, I thought the only reason this might still be a conversation is because of you guys at Oilers Nation. <laughs> because you guys will not let this go. And I was like, good no. for you. Good for you. I no. like it. But does that give it any credence? No, maybe not. Maybe the, maybe the Oilers Nation guys just really want this to happen. But this isn't just you guys. This is a conversation. This is yes. happening. You guys aren't. You didn't create this. You're not engineering it. You're not keeping it alive. It's it's a thing. As much as I'm not above completely manufacturing a rumor <laughs> just for page views, um, <laughs> this one is actually it's out there. The Oilers are actually trying to figure out a way to chase Eric Carlson and bring wow. him in for the next four years. And whether or not that actually happens, who knows? It would be a massive trade to get a deal like this done, but... In the interim, it's a little bit fun to daydream and plan and scheme and wonder what it would be like Eric Carlson feeding McDavid up on the wing for the next (sighs) four years. You love to think about it. It's fun. So if there's any chance of this happening, Uncle Ken, come on, let's go. Let's get weird. Is the price tag too much, though? Are are San Jose asking for too many picks for this? So the the rumor is they want three first-round picks, so that could be like an actual (sighs) pick plus two first-round prospects plus something else, and you need to make the money work. So this would be a massive trade. That's why I don't really think it's going to be happening. I wrote about it uh, yesterday on OethersNation.com yesterday morning. Just It's fun to daydream about it, yeah. but I don't actually expect it to happen. To me, it kind of reminds me of buying a lottery ticket and fantasizing about the mansion you're going to buy yeah. on the beach when you win the Powerball. That's kind of what this reminds me of, but in the meantime, man, I'm just going to soak it all in because we're having fun with it over at Oilers Nation. And yeah. if this actually goes through, come on, watch out. Now, let, let's just play the reality card again here. Let's just throw the reality deck on the and play with that. Is the Eric Carlson thing a stronger possibility than the Patrick Kane conversation? Because I know both have their you know, the pros and cons for Edmonton. But, but which one's more realistically to happen for for the Oilers? Most realistically, um, uh, probably Patrick Kane. And the reason I say that is because he's in the last year of his contract. Yeah. So basically what you're doing is you're paying for a rental and yeah, you got to do some cap gymnastics to make it work to get him in here under the cap. But that one is just practically more realistic to me. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily what the Oilers need, though I would, again, yeah. love to see Patrick Kane up there with the offense. Just who needs to play defense when you're never in your own zone? Um, but realistically, he would be for sure, even though Carlson is probably a greater need overall. Why are people passing on the Patrick Kane thing? Like, teams are not biting on this one. Yeah, it's interesting. And then uh, the other day, the Rangers traded for Vlad Tarasenko, and Patrick Kane came out and said, oh, that's a bummer. I was kind of hoping to go there. You don't normally hear that kind of candor, so I really don't know what's going Hmm. on with him or where he's even going to end up. He's also having a down year this year, Yeah. so maybe people are a little bit uh, gun-shy on whatever Chicago's asking for to pick him up, but... um, yeah, it's interesting, and it's interesting that oh, the Oilers are tied to so many big names this year. Again, okay. I don't necessarily yeah. expect anything to happen, but it's fun to dream anyway. So tonight's game, we got Detroit in town, um, one of two in town this week, and they need a bounce-back game, 7.30 puck drop, and you have some Oilers Nation news that you wanted to break, Bag Milk. Yes. Yeah, tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. If the marketing team gets mad at me, I'll apologize later. We're going to be launching tickets for our 15th anniversary party. It's pretty wild to think that Oilers Nation is turning 15. And we're going to throw a massive party for it, as we always do. So on March 18th 
at the pint downtown. We are going to be doing a viewing party. We have got a ton of prizes to give away already, and that's only going to grow between now and then. And we're going to try and raise as much money as we can for for charity while we're at it. So there's nice. going to be a lot going on. Uh, watch out for all our socials. And on nationgear.ca, we're going to be having those tickets probably going up tomorrow. Again, apologies to the marketing department if I mess that up, but I'm excited. Blame me. We're going to be raising money. Oh, yeah. We'll blame you for sure. Just like the, we'll blame you for the Habs loss on Sunday. Oh, that was but, my fault, though. I even bet on the game. I, 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 listen, whenever it, he bets, you have to bet oh opposite. Oh, my God. So. Just the worst luck with betting. Anyway, so 15th <laughs> anniversary Oilers Nation party. Details on all of their socials. Bag Milk, thank you for your time, as always. Thanks, boys. Now, here's some shit that didn't make the show. This is Jason. We're calling. Yeah, uh, questions about Netflix. Hello? Jason, it's Locke. Hey, Locke, how are you? Good. <laughs> I'm going to try the Netflix workaround today or tomorrow. I haven't had a chance to do it. Oh, okay. I've got yeah, I... to create a Gmail account, and then I have to get everybody else to go into the system to change their email in their, on their end as well, I think. Um, okay, yeah. So I haven't had a chance to sit down and, 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 and figure it out, but I'll keep you posted, okay? Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I was on the Netflix there, and they, they, they pulled that same crap on me. So, so don't, like, what do you do? Don't, yeah, just bypass it for now. And then, well, send me, um, are you on Twitter, Jason? No, no, I'm just on your, your uh, Facebook. <sighs> can I put it up on it? I'll go back and look and see if I can find the information and I'll text it to you. I'll text it back to you on what to do. There was like a step one, step two, step three, step four thing that you could do that might fool them. I don't know if it's going to work though. I can't make any promises, (laughs) but I'll, well, I mean, it's better than nothing. eh? Yeah. 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 And and apparently this is a potential workaround for those who have a family plan with family members outside of the house, still watching the Netflix. Cause if it doesn't work, I'm canceling Netflix. I, I agree. I mean, to, me as well. Yeah. 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 I, I hope everyone goes that route. I actually think they're in trouble. I think they've they've really made a mistake here, in my opinion. But because if I'm not mistaken, I uh, I read their little note. They said on by the 22nd, I think it is 21st or 22nd. Yeah. 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 That they'll be, it'll be it'll be uh, locked in. You'll have to do it. To watch See ya. Netflix. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> All right. All man. right. Lock. I appreciate you calling me. Take care, brother. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. On time and under budget. Sounds like it, too. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.